We're winding down our discussions on privileges here in Torts, and there's only a few more privileges that we need to talk about. Uh, before we finish up, we're going to talk about self-defense, the defense of others, and the defense of property. That's going to be this episode. Next one is going to be recovery of property and other uh, miscellaneous episodes of well of privileges that one can claim. So let's talk about self-defense and the defense of others. It's pretty straightforward. Uh, the casebook doesn't talk a lot about it because it applies mostly to criminal as well. The biggest thing to know is that Self-defense is all about reasonableness. If your actions are reasonable, and then, or if you have a reasonable belief, then your actions can be seen as reasonable. So, for instance, we read a couple hypotheticals where uh, a person who has been known to shoot a lot of people reaches into his pocket, and so the person he's talking to whacks him over the head with a cane because he assumed that he was reaching for a gun. And so the person is not liable in that instance, even though he is mistaken that there is no weapon there. We talked about mistake in the past. That mistake's not a defense. You can't say, oh man, I, I didn't know that was going to happen. I, well, I didn't know that was him. I didn't know that was the thing. Mistake's not a defense unless if you're using it in the case of self-defense. So you can be wrong in your assumption that there's... A need for self-defense but still not be held liable because of that reasonable belief that there's something there this also applies to the defense of others you can still you can mistakenly um defend a person but and not be held liable that's not true though if you mistakenly defend a defend well or rather help the original aggressor so you can't mistakenly help somebody by assuming that you're defending them okay we're gonna focus mostly on defensive property now and this is going to be caco v briny 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 uh and in this instance the defendants here had created a trap uh they set up a spring gun they were not living in their residence and they, it was inherited, and somebody had kept breaking into their house. They boarded up the windows. They kept bringing it in. Several times they had been broken into, um, and so they decided to spring a trap, so to speak, uh, pun intended, uh, by setting a spring gun, where if the person got into the house again and opened a door, a shotgun would fire at them. And originally it was aimed at the gut, but they decided to aim it at the leg instead so that it would be, I don't know, less harmful, um, which still ended up causing a lot of harm. Don't need to go into too many details there. Um, but we're given this moral dilemma where we need to try and decide whether or not the life and limb of an individual, even if they're doing wrong, even if they're trespassing, is more valuable than property. So the person's doing wrong. Can you threaten their life? even if they are doing wrong and you are not there. In Catco, it says that the value of human life is much more great than property. The issue that we run into this, though, is, well, then the courts are just saying that they're giving people free license to come into property with no threat because any actions taken against them could be seen as wrong. 
But there is a difference in this case. The biggest difference is that the defendants here were not living on the property. So there's a difference between defense of property and defense of life while on the property. So if somebody is trespassing, you're there, you have a reasonable threat on your life, and thus you can take some actions to prevent people from threatening your life. And that's really the biggest takeaway from Catco versus any. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Law Schoolers. Before I let you go, there are four things I want to say. The first thing is if you enjoyed these episodes and if you enjoyed the website, I would invite you to go and join Law Schoolers Pro. And you can do that by going to lawschoolers.com slash join. It's a way for you to support us, but there's also a lot of features there that I think you will enjoy. Second thing is that nearly all of our episodes are unedited. The only ones that aren't are pre-law materials, and the reason for that is so you can actually see the legal material in its raw form as I'm learning it as well. The third thing is that the information contained in these episodes are specifically only for educational purposes. They're not to be used as legal advice, and with that, the fourth thing is if it is used as legal advice, we are not liable. That is, law schoolers is not liable for any legal outcomes. Thank you again for enjoying the show. Have a good one.